on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Dominic Catronio. A win is a win is a win. That is all that matters. 9-7, to seven, the Brewers win a slugfest. And it's good to see them win a game like that. 16 hits in the game, the most they've had in a game in the second half. Brewers needed it. They claimed the series against the Cubs, two games to one. And now get ready to welcome in the Pirates for the last time this season starting tomorrow. But we're going to talk about this game. Garrett Mitchell, what a great big league debut for him, a clutch hit. Uh, Christian Yelich, Colton Wong going yard, Hunter Renfro adding some big hits as well. The Brewers had every single player in the lineup get a base hit. Every single one. Huge day for them. Christian Yelich gets three hits. Colton Wong gets three extra base hits. Uh, Even without his best stuff, Eric Lauer grinded through five innings, and grinded was an understatement in this one. As we'll talk about his outing, we'll hear from Craig Council, too. Craig Kishon will join us in just a little bit, the host of Brewers Live for Bally Sports Wisconsin. So a lot to get to here on this Sunday edition of Brewers Extra Innings. If you want to participate in the show, 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet me as well. At Dom underscore Catronio, D-O-M underscore C-O-T-R-O-N-E-O. Brewers win 9-7. to Yes, at one point they were up 9-4. to Yes, it got dicey there in the ninth, and he brought in Devin Williams in a game that you didn't think he was going to come into. But also, yes, they won. And that is all that matters at the end of the day. They win the series. Winning series and stacking series from the rest of the way is going to be the most important thing for the Brewers. If you have thoughts about that, if you think that this is a point that the Brewers can launch off of because you're three games into 18 of 18 games in 17 days. All right, you're two and one. If you can finish with something like a 12 and six, a 13 and five, you're surely to at least no worse than lose ground. They didn't lose any ground this weekend in either race right now for both the wild card and the central. Well, the Cardinals are not playing until later tonight, but there's six games back of them. It's getting to a point now with only 36 games to go that it's going to take a really, really miraculous collapse by the Cardinals, less so than the Brewers winning a bunch of games for them to catch them in the central. But entering today, there were two and a half back of the final wild card spot. We're going to talk about what went down in Kansas City today for the Padres and uh, the Royals. The Royals did win that game. So the Brewers are now a game and a half back of San Diego. But <laughs> there's some other baggage with that, with San Diego, that we'll have to get into that involves Josh Hader a little bit later. I've got a poll up on my Twitter right now as well, at Dom underscore Catronio. Who's your game MVP? Uh, we're going to do this after every win. Christian Yelich, Colton Wong, Devin Williams, or other? And I want you to respond. A few responses already say Garrett Mitchell deserves some uh, honorary love. And you know what? He absolutely deserves some love. He gets his first big league hit in this one. And it was a clutch hit, mind you. A base hit up the middle to give the Brewers the lead for good. Two runs single and then advanced to second on the error by the center fielder, uh, which was uh, Velasquez, thanks to his speed putting pressure on the defense, and the Brewers did not look back from there because Christian Yelich followed up that hit by Mitchell with a two-run home run. Big fourth inning for the Brewers. 
big fifth inning as well. They just kept pouring it on. They scored in four straight innings, which is something we haven't seen the Brewers do, pour it on in the middle innings. It got off to a slow start, and there was some chirping from Twitter and social media. It's like, oh, gosh, here we go again. This is what they did. Well, look, they, they got it going, okay? The middle, of these, the middle of this game got it going, and go figure, it was against the left-handed pitcher, against Sean Newcomb, of all people, coming in to get that one done. Brewers win by a final of 9-7. to seven. We'll have a deeper recap coming up in just a little bit with Craig Kishon. We'll get into your texts, 855-616-1620. You can call in and participate on that number as well. Brewers Extra Innings rolling on on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. The 1-1. Swain a bouncer headed towards the middle. It's a base hit. One run is in. Here comes Narvaez. He's going to score. Mitchell's going to end up at second base, and the Brewers have the lead. First big league knock for Garrett Mitchell, and he gives Milwaukee a 3-2 lead in the bottom of the fourth. What a moment. Welcome to the big leagues. Garrett Mitchell gets a hit in his first big league game. It came in his second plate appearance. He finishes the day going one for four at the plate with that two-run single up the middle. He reached 30 feet per second, by the way, on his sprint to second base when Velasquez misplayed the ball. He might have been thinking three if that ball rolled away a little bit further. His speed is going to be something Brewers fans are very excited about because it's legitimate, useful speed where he can burn it on the base paths and he can burn it in the gaps to make sure he can track down some fly balls Let's see what this dude can do. He's going to play a lot, I think, here down the stretch. Want to see? Uh, want to hear from you as well? Eight five five six one six one six twenty is our Acunet Mortgage Talking Text line. You can tweet me as well at Dom underscore Catronio. Craig Kishon will be joining us in just a little bit too to talk about this. But Garrett Mitchell, for a guy that so much has been written about him, a lot of talk about him being not healthy and not quite being able to stay on the field with some soft tissue issues. But for Mitchell. I saw him in spring training, and watching the way the ball comes off his bat, everything's just linias, liners, liners, liners. Everything is hit hard. Everything's hit loud. And I know some folks are going to hesitate when I say, oh, Christian Yelich has the same kind of contact, too, in, in his batting practice. But for Mitchell, I think he's going to grow into his power. Remember, he's only going to turn 24 in a week. So he's still very, very young, even as a college pick in 2020. And very similar to Aaron Ashby, there's going to be some growing pains here. you got to remember, he's barely played more minor league baseball games than he has a college baseball games. So you're going to be watching the development live here in the big leagues, which he hasn't really had the chance. He's only had 20 games in AAA. The majority of his minor league games came in AA. So you're going to see some of that stuff where it's like, man, I, all right, I mean, it's only his so-and-so game above AA. You know, it's only 21 games above AA, and it's... A big jump at every level you go. So I don't want Brewers fans to start putting pressure on the kid and saying he's the answer, he's the star. It's a, it's a collection that he's a great cog to have. He's got more speed than Tyrone Taylor. I think more speed than Jonathan Davis, too. A, probably a better hit tool than Tyrone Taylor. But Tyrone, of course, has more power. We'll wait to see more on the arm. The range is probably more Garrett Mitchell. But I imagine it's going to be a very platoon situation with Tyrone Taylor getting the start against lefties and Garrett Mitchell getting the start like today against righties. And another thing too is 
the Brewers still have Este Uy Ruiz on the 40-man roster in AAA right now. So a lot of folks were confused about the fact that why would it be Mitchell being added to the 40-man as opposed to being called up for Ruiz? Well, the Brewers said they wanted someone with a little more pop from the left-hand side. They wanted a left-handed bat right now, given their outfield is very right-handed. Christian Yelich is the only left-handed hitting true outfielder. I'm excluding Jace Peterson from that conversation. So think about it. There will be days that maybe if you give both Yelich and Mitchell the day off, your entire outfield will have McCutcheon in left, Taylor in center, and Renfro in right. That's all righties. But then if you want to have a right-handed pitcher on the mound and have a lefty dominant lineup in, you'll have Yelich in left, Mitchell in center. You'll still have Renfro in right, but then you'll be able to have Wong at second base and Peterson at third base and Narvaez behind the plate. There's some opportunities for that for the Brewers to get creative with their starting lineups. We've got plenty more to get to here on Brewers Extra Innings. A couple of quick texts here as well from Doug. One down, I would say 22 wins to go will get you in, but higher than that if you want. Starting to show signs that the hitting is coming around, and even on Contreras, no hits in the series and a game-ending double play. Absolutely. Great revenge on Contreras. I agree, Doug. We'll have Craig Kishan join us in just a second. Brewers Extra Innings rolling on on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Had had five straight base hits. The 0-1. Swing and a fly ball left center. Very deep and very gone. Christian Yelich, a two-run home run. Brewers break it open. Jeff Levering on the call for Yelly's home run. A big moment, a three-hit game again for Christian Yelich. Brewers win 9-7. They win a slugfest. They beat the Cubs in this weekend series. They don't win the season series. We know about that. I'm Dominic Catronio. Craig Kishan has joined us here on Brewers Extra Innings. If you want to have a question for Craig, want to join in, 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Craig, we were just talking. I mean, Brewers haven't won many games like this as of late, especially in August. To win a game with 16 hits, even with the opponent having 11 hits and 7 runs, the Brewers had enough offense. This is what the offense was supposed to look like, and it was looking like in July. This is the kind of game, do you think, that can move this offense forward to get off this schneid that they've been on lately? Well, I, I hope so. And, and um, you know, it, it's only proven by what they're going to do the following day. I mean, part of it yesterday was the same thing. You know, can they continue this? And uh, ironically, yesterday, uh, two of the guys that hit home runs hit home runs again today in Yelich and Wong, which, was, which is a good thing. I, I guess I'll look at that starting with those two guys and saying, uh, Kristen Yelich, the last two days, has looked different than he has probably for most of the season. Um, he's hitting with some power, and he's figuring out a way to spread his singles out and get on base. He's been he's been a tough out. I mean, the, the out that was made in short right oh, field man. today was a, a fantastic play. And if he's going to get robbed on, on would-be base hits like that, I'll take that because, you know, he's going to keep pounding the ball, and we saw it today. He kept pounding the ball yesterday as well. Uh, And Colton Wong has made um, a necessary adjustment to his game. And and I think, Dom, you know, you get guys that are – have been there and done that before as far as pennant races go and how meaningful the end of August and the month of September is. And, and if these two guys can uh, be the be the catalyst for this to, to get the other guys going, great. Hunter Renfro hit the ball hit uh, hit the ball hard today, and Rowdy Telez got on base a lot. He drew three walks. So 
Uh, you know, I mean, you cross your fingers a little bit. They, this is a pretty good team. What they've been going through is yeah, a little bit of a head shaker, to be honest with you. Bumped into Matt Arnold yesterday on the way into the ballpark as he was getting ready to pour some beers with Bill Schroeder and Robin Yount yesterday. I thought you were going to say toss a few beers. <laughs> so this is before the game, not before after. Before the game, game. exactly. But <laughs> talking to Matt Arnold about the offense and about the tough heartbreaker on Friday night, and he's like, when we sit down and we look at the rankings, this is still a top 10 offense mm-hmm. comparatively to the rest of the league. But yet you play games like Friday and you're like, where is it? And then finally, the last two innings from last night and the middle four innings or so of this game make you realize, oh yeah, every other team would love to have the offense that the Brewers have right now. Yeah, we know about the, the home run total, but but really overall, uh, the Probably the the category they're they're towards the bottom of in the league is is batting average and mm-hmm. but guess what the the league batting average is pretty sad to begin with so if you're if you're much north of there you're probably not doing a whole lot more than what the Brewers are doing right now and if if they're relying the home run which they do for the most part um, they're capable of producing that so that that's. Uh, that's just one of those things we've seen it the last the last couple of games. So they are good. They can get on base. They can draw walks. They can get their singles. Um, and I think, Dom, we're at least seeing an effort more lately to try to advance runners, mm-hmm. whether that's always successful or not. At least we're seeing a different approach, and, and that's part of the small ball that uh, a few of these guys have, have apparently taken on on their own. And we've seen a, a few opposite field approaches as yeah. well, like Christian Yelich. Yep. I feel like Yelich is signaling that he's on when he's going the opposite way and hitting a home run into his bullpen in left center field. He's always been the guy that the Brewers say it'd be nice if he can get the power stroke back, but him in the leadoff spot, doing his job of getting on base, getting singles. But now we're seeing him punish the ball again. All five of his balls in play were over 95 miles an hour today. Yelich is a sleeping giant, as you just mentioned a second ago. Not putting all the pressure and all the onus on Christian Yelich, but it is kind of nice to have it back for a little bit right now. Yeah, and, and he went through he went through a funk after having maybe a good month or six weeks in that leadoff role of kind of being the uh, the table setter, if you will. Um, and and after that funk, now we've seen what he's been able to do the last couple of games. So I, you know, I don't think you know. I think you bring up a good point about whether he feels pressure or not to try to carry the offense or, or jumpstart the offense. I think for what he's gone through the last couple of years, uh, I think his teammates understand that uh, he he doesn't have the same abilities that he did a couple of years ago, a few years ago when he was an MVP. Can he get that back? Certainly he can. I mean, certainly. Uh, but we don't know if he will or not. Does he have to? I don't know. If if he's being picked up by everybody else in this offense and is surrounded by you know some decent bats and it and it looks top to bottom like these bats can be decent if these guys lived up you know to their own potential and that's that's a continuing storyline that we've talked about all season long can can he at least hit for what you have been in the past as a major leaguer and not collectively be below that so maybe they can all finish where they should you know what I mean? And and like you said, it's, it's still about how you finish right now. Uh, we got more with Craig Kishon coming up in just a little bit. The Accident Mortgage Talking Text Line is 855-616-1620. If you want to tweet me in, it's at Dom underscore Catronio, D-O-M underscore C-O-T 
R-O-N-E-O. Any lineup complaints or bullpen complaints, go to Craig Kishan, though, as well. <laughs> uh, we got more to come here on Brewers Extra Innings on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. The closest you're going to get to the dugout. He's one of those players that feels like he's been here longer than what he has been. Your direct line to the players. And obviously this year he's been the everyday guy. We talk a lot about the offense, but I think the defense has been just as valuable. Valley Sports Wisconsin's Sophia Minnert. Sophia Minnert joins us live every Monday morning at 745 on Wisconsin's Morning News. It's Brewers 360, presented by Century Foods, All Right Home and Remodeling, and New Mail Medical Center. Offering a memory disorder program that's first of its kind in Wisconsin isn't just about innovation. It's about providing thorough diagnoses to improve treatments and help people live better. And our advanced brain imaging doesn't just further our knowledge. It's to help MS sufferers and their families find a treatment plan that's right for them. Because at the Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Neuroscience Institute, we use our cutting-edge research to advance science and help resolve the toughest neurovascular disorders all to help people. We're a nationally recognized leader in the diagnosis and treatment of complex disorders of the brain. And our comprehensive approach means that a range of specialists will provide you with a personalized plan from early diagnosis through treatment and recovery. That's doing everything humanly possible in brain and neurovascular care, all so you can keep being you. To see a specialist with the expertise to help you, go to freighter.com neuro. It's the grand reopening of Blaine's Farm and Fleet's Tire and Auto Service Center. We've been caring for people and their vehicles since 1955. So whether you need tires, batteries, or more, we offer quality auto supplies and service at prices you can trust. Like all brands of tires, buy three, get one free with installation. Plus rebates up to $75 on select tires when you buy a matching set of four. And all Carlisle specialty tires for lawn tractors, trailers, ATVs, and more are 10% off. Rewards members save an extra 5%. Get 20% off assorted Dickies seat covers, floor mats, and other accessories. Keep your garage organized with $80 off an Edsel welded storage rack. And stay connected on the go with iHome cell phone accessories, 20% off. Plus, now through Sunday, everyone's a winner. Get a free scratch-off in-store for your chance to win big automotive prices. You might even win a free set of tires plus free installation. Tires and batteries, trust and care. At Blaine's Farm and Fleet's Tire and Auto Service Center. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Newcomb deals again. Swinging and a drive to right and deep. Hey, get up! Get up! Get out of here and gone for Colton Wong. And he puts two more on the board with his 10th of the year. The Brewers now have nine guys with double-digit home runs. The great Bob Euchre told you there. Nine guys with double-digit home runs. That is tied for the most on a single team in the bigs right now. I'm Dominic Catronio with Craig Kishon. The Acunet Mortgage Talking Text Line, 855-616-1620. When I say that stat to you, Craig, how do you react? Are you surprised? Are you... Uh, happy about it? Are you shocked by it? And especially if I told you that 
at the start of the season that by the end of August, the Brewers would have nine different guys with double-digit home runs. Yeah, you know, that, that's a really interesting one because uh, the last couple of nights, Tim Dillard's been texting me because he's uh, Vinny's been working uh, this weekend, so Tim's been swilling beers in his own uh, <laughs> uh, Tennessee suite watching the games and stuff. But uh, he uh, he's texted the last couple of games. He says, all right, it was eight yesterday, now it's nine today. Uh, with 10 or more home runs on the team. And when he texted yesterday, I was like, oh, that's, you know, I mean, uh, how many guys have 20 or more? You know, what, there's three. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. I, I, I guess that's how you you build a total to be, what are they, third in the league or second in the National League in, in home runs here right now uh, as a team. Um, not totally surprised. Um I might be a little more surprised that more guys aren't more into that 15 to 20 range than there are right now, or maybe that no one's has 30 yet. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's a Shoot. bigger surprise. Willie Adamas might have 35 if he had played the whole season if he True. didn't have his injury yeah. with the ankle. Yeah, It's been a, a great year power-wise for Willie. He was relatively quiet. I know. What, what do you think about that when you, when you see that? I think going into the season, you knew the power was going to come from Telez. You knew the power was going to come from Renfro. You hoped you were going to get some power from Yelich, but you didn't know what you were going to get out of Hira or Wong, you hoped Wong was going to keep it up, but the way that things started for him and his injuries, he's been missing a lot of time this season. I think if they get another guy to get to 10, that would be really, really crazy impressive, but I don't think that's going to happen right now at this rate uh, with how few little of the season is left. But I do got a pull up on Twitter. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Who's the game MVP today? Three options and then a write-in. Christian Yelich, Colton Wong, Devin Williams, or other. You can go in any direction you want in this. My vote is Colton Wong because he gets three extra base hits, a home run off of a lefty, his first extra base hit off of a lefty this season, and he played really good defense. That turn on the last ninth inning, yes, it's a catcher running, but it was a long throw from Adamas. He needed to put everything he had on it to make sure that there was no funny business happening on that play. His defense has taken a huge rebound, and my vote was Colton Wong. I like I like that, and, and I, I love the explanation on that too. And my initial thought on who is your game MVP, which I love that you've come up with this idea that when we're on together that, that we can't agree. <laughs> Perfect. So because there are there are great storylines to this, and I, I'm going to take Devin Williams, actually, and and it's because this game got too close uh, in a hurry. There, are, there were too many moments in this game where you thought the Brewers are going to win until you looked at the scoreboard, and then you saw the Cubs just – you know, come up with a run or two. And then you get to the ninth inning. Brad Boxberger comes in, and I'm thinking to myself, they've done a pretty nice job of uh, spreading out the wealth of their veterans to make sure that they've got somebody to finish up a game when they're leading, and no matter what the lead is. So he had a four-run cushion coming in, and right away the first three batters reach, you know, including the two-run home run. So Devin kind of has to get up out of nowhere and – He's the closer, right? Mm-hmm. He's the closer. So the closer, for the first time, he had to get up in a hurry and come in and get the job done. And I was impressed with the way he threw the ball today. He had his changeup back. He didn't waste any time. He got those three outs in a hurry. Key double play, obviously. They they just had to win this game. And so I, I'll give it to him at the end. Ironically, as it turns out. Every series win, game, like game that has the potential to win a series, 
is a must win for the Brewers. Yeah. No matter who the yeah. opponent is yeah. from here in, they just need to win series. And today they got good news in Kansas City as the Padres end up losing to the Royals, so they didn't lose any ground this weekend despite losing one game with the Cubs. There's still a game and a half back, which is essentially two games back of San Diego. And Shoot, talk about relievers and what's going on with them. Old pal Josh Hader's had a real tough go of it out there with San Diego so far. And what a story this is developing that the two teams that made the biggest trade of the deadline are going to be battling for the final playoff spot in the final month of the season with Josh Bell and uh, Juan Soto, of course, going to San Diego. And the Brewers only really that's going to end up impacting their team Matt Bush and Taylor Rogers being acquired, and who knows if Este Uri Ruiz is going to get called up at some point this year, but those two bullpen arms, Matt Bush has pitched some high-leverage innings. Devin Williams is the new closer. Taylor Rogers pitched very well on Friday night in the loss. The Brewers, they're piecing it together right now with the veterans, like you said, but there's still a lot to like about maybe trying to catch San Diego here down the stretch. Have you uh, told your audience what Josh went through today yet? I hinted that it was not great, but if you want to inform this them. Is, this is what we have. So he enters uh, down 9-6. to six That you know They're trying to stay in the game. And um, so it's a 9-6 game. He comes in single, double, walk, double, single, strikeout for his only out he recorded. Walk, single, five runs in a third of an inning. I think it was actually six, if I'm not mistaken, uh, but at least five and a third. And here is the worst part uh, of this storyline. And, and this is I'm, – I'm just describing this storyline because I, I love Josh Hader, and we, we wish him nothing but the best. Uh, but obviously this has not worked out for him in San Diego – so he gets pulled for a position player to finish up a game because the score had ballooned to 15-6. to six. So he did give up six runs because it was a 9-6 game when he came in. Josh Hader pulled for a position player in the middle of an inning because the game got out of hand. That is unbelievable, and nobody... Vegas would not have had a betting line on that before the season began. But perhaps... David Stearns, Matt Arnold, all the heat they took in that week after the trade deadline. They saw something they didn't like. The swing and miss hasn't been there for Josh in the month of July. Uh, he wasn't quite getting the same, if you want to get really deep in it, same extension, the same release point, And they felt, you know what? we got to make sure you get value out of him, and it might turn out to be a masterstroke again by Stearns and Matt Arnold. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, a, a lot didn't go right for this team right after the trade, so those two guys were obviously easy targets. Uh, it, was a, it was, you know, questioned within the clubhouse and throughout baseball, um, and certainly the last thing I want to see is, is something happening to Josh going right. this bad right now. I mean – I wasn't sure if it could get any worse than when uh, he had his outing and he was actually pulled as a reliever uh, at that point to, to come in now. I mean, at some point, the Padres have to get something positive out of him. And and so today they wait and go to him, you know, hoping to keep uh, their deficit at three late in the game. And, and this happens. So um, perhaps uh, the Brewers did indeed see something on Hader and uh, now baseball seeing the rest of it. I, I'm not 100% sure at all. Who knows at this point, but uh, um, we see some some massive, ugly results, that's for sure. This season is far from over, yeah. Craig Deshaun. There's yeah. a lot of excitement to come here. Craig Timber is just right around the corner, <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun for both you, Craig Deshaun, and Craig Council, of course, down in the dugout. Thanks for hopping on a headset here with us, my friend. All right, pal.
Thank you very much. Brewers Extra Innings rolling on on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers win 9-7 to over the Cubs. They win the series and gain a game back on the Padres in the wild card chase. I'm Dominic Catronio. 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. But for now, let's hear from the manager, Craig Council. Well, yeah, I mean, it, you know, we got the Samson out of there early, um, and they went to the, you know, we're featuring a lot of lefties at the bottom of the lineup today. And so, yeah, I mean, it was a big stretch. I mean, anytime you can do that, and those lefties, I think we went six for six, the left-handers, the walk. So they, they did a great job. Um, and obviously that, that you know, after they, uh, it, it created the little gap for us. Um, and then just some good at bad, good offense overall today. Heck of a moment there for Garrett. I mean, getting that next big hit has been elusive for the guys, and now here he is, and his first opportunity comes through for you. Yeah, I mean, first two at bats, he had you know situations for it, but it was, or I think she first at bat he let off. But I, I think, yeah, I mean, it was a big, big hit. Uh, two RBIs to give us the lead. Um, so happy, really happy for him, um, contributing to a win today. You've done it yourself. You had your hit. Most of the guys, if not all of them, have had that. What is that like, though, to be there when a guy gets it? And it means so much at that moment. Yeah, I mean, I think your first, you know, I think it's it's a day, a couple days of a lot of um, happiness, nerves. Um, and then the, the first hit is just, you know, kind of the deep breath moment almost. Um you know you're you're proud and happy. I mean it was it's going to happen, um, but it's it's the deep breath moment that lets you kind of relax and just play. Um, but it, and it, it it's got to feel good to do it in a big spot um, and, and give us the lead. But you're seeing more uh, really good at bats by Yali. Three more hits today could have had four. How big is that going to be if he can you know just continue to? Obviously, he's not going to get four hits every night, but you know just continue to swing the bat the way he is. Yeah, good at bats, um, hitting the ball hard, um, hitting the ball in the air. I mean, hitting the ball that you know the out to left field. That's a home run in some parks. Um, so he had a really good series. The last two days, um, swung the bat as well as he could, well as he could ask. And look, I mean, I think you know we we got just taking advantage and putting pressure on teams with base runners. Um, that's something Yelly's been good at, and when he's going good. Um, he, he's creating a lot of offense, and they got to go through him, you know, five times a game. Other side of the ball, it seems like they, they made Derek work today, but didn't break. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I, Derek struggled kind of throwing strikes. Um, you know, in the first, he had two four-pitch walks uh, that, that cost us a, you know, that cost him a run. In the second, he had a walk, cost him a run. Um, you know, got through it, got going a little bit. Um, but just a little, just a little off. Just his breaking ball. He just couldn't land the, couldn't land some of the off-speed pitches as well today. So, one of those days where you just got to kind of gut through it. And um, fortunately, the offense picked him up. When you see every guy in the lineup with the hit today, you know how great is that for you to see from them really everyone contributing to this win? Well, I think just for our, you know, it, it's been a rough month offensively. No, no doubt about it. So. Um, you know, a day like today and even yesterday, just putting some runs on the board, um, good feeling for the offense. And, and and the big thing we've been doing is just 
you know, runners on base when guys come up. Um, starting starting innings, uh, I think we had only one, one, two, three inning today. So just putting pressure on them, and um, you know, good good things will happen eventually if you keep keep getting the leadoff guys on and keep putting pressure on the pitchers during innings. Is that a feeling the offense can carry into a next day in a next series? Well, I, I mean, I think I we're all we all want good feelings, but I don't think. <laughs> You know, we, we got to play good. Uh, it comes down to playing good. Uh, feelings are great, and I think guys want to feel good at the plate. Uh, but come tomorrow, we got to execute again. It's amazing how much winning can take care of. You'll feel good when you're winning. You'll When you're feeling good, you'll get more hits. When you're getting more hits, you're going to keep winning. <laughs> it's kind of how it all works. It's one big circle there, as Craig Council laid out for you as well. We're going to get to the highlights here coming up in just a second. Here on Brewers Extra Innings on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get out of here! Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Dominic Catronio. Brewers with a big 9-7 win. And, yep, we got highlights. We got offense to talk about in this one. However... It was the Cubs on the board first. In the first two frames, they got a run thanks to a couple of two-out walks from Eric Lauer. So just two innings into the game, it was already Chicago 2, Milwaukee nothing. The Brewers scoring started in the third inning. They get a man aboard with one out. Willie Adamas a single. Telez draws a walk. Suddenly you got runners on first and second with two outs, though, and an opportunity for Hunter Renfro at the plate. On one, Sampson into his stretch in the pitch. Swing, a line drive, right center field. Back Suzuki, still back. Warning track looking up. It's off the top of the fence. One run is in. Telez will be held at third. It's an RBI double for Hunter Renfro. Brewers are on the board. Just a foot away from a home run. Jeff Levering on the call there, but the Brewers weren't done. We move to the fourth inning now. They go to a left-hander, do the Cubs, to face the stretch of the order with four consecutive lefties for the Brew crew. And to say the least, it backfired. Jace Peterson singled. Narvaez singled. And Garrett Mitchell on the hunt for his first big league hit came through in a huge spot. The 1-1. Swain a bouncer headed towards the middle. It's a base hit. One run is in. Here comes Narvaez. He's going to score. Mitchell's going to end up at second base. And the Brewers have the lead. First big league knock for Garrett Mitchell. And he gives Milwaukee a 3-2 lead in the bottom of the fourth. Then just two pitches later, the man who's white hot right now, Christian Yelich. Had had five straight base hits. The 0-1. Swing and a fly ball left center. Very deep and very gone. Christian Yelich a two-run home run. Brewers break it open. They weren't done with the long ball, though, as they're breaking it open at 7-2 at this point. A two-run homer in the top of the fifth got things tight again, but Colton Wong was there to save the day in the fifth. Newcomb deals again. Swinging and a drive to right and deep. Hey, get up! Get up! Get out of here and gone for Colton Wong. And he puts two more on the board with his tenth of the year. Things got tense, though, in the final few frames. The Brewers were leading 9-4 at one point, but a sack fly and a two-run homer in the final three frames for the Cubs brought the tying run to the plate and the forced Devin Williams to come into the game for the Brewers. Wilson Contreras, then public enemy number one for Brewers fans, comes off the bench 
and Devin Mono Imano with a huge ground ball. And the pitch. Bouncer hit towards Willie Adamas to second one. Relay, double play! And this one is over. Wilson Contreras, six, four, three. Bob Uecker once again on the call. Brewers win thanks to that double play, nine to seven. And a couple of homers in this contest too. Colton Wong and Christian Yelich ring the bell. So remember, you don't have to wait until Christmas time to ring the bell and put money in the Salvation Army Red Kettle. Donate now at samilwaukee.org. We'll wrap up the show next on Brewers Extra Innings, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. As we wrap up the show on a beautiful Sunday with the rain falling, but a roof over our heads here at American Family Field, I'm Dominic Petronio. Thanks to everybody who participated today. New series starts tomorrow, 7-10 first pitch with the Pittsburgh Pirates for the last time this season as the Pirates will be coming to town uh, with three games, 7-10 tomorrow, 7-10 on Tuesday, and then 1-10 on Wednesday. Tomorrow's coverage begins at 6 o'clock with Brewers warm-up with Greg Matzik, and then I'll be on with you after the game for Brewers Extra Innings. Pittsburgh, as they generally do, they have TBD listed as their starting pitcher tomorrow, but Corbin Burns is getting the ball for the Brew Crew, trying to rebound from his worst start of his season against the Dodgers this season. He's 9-6, and six, a 2.84 ERA. And just speaking candidly here, I don't think he has anything to worry about as far as trying to prove himself at the Cy Young. I think Sandy Alcantara locked that up yesterday against the Dodgers. Quickly looking around Major League Baseball today, we mentioned the Royals beating up on the Padres 15-7. to Seattle won the series over Cleveland by a 4-0 final today. Detroit beat up on Texas again for the second straight day, 9-8. The Diamondbacks swept the White Sox on the south side, so keep an eye on the D-backs because the Brewers will be heading to Arizona this coming weekend for a four-game set with the Diamondbacks. Also, the Pirates defeated the Phillies 5 to nothing. so the Brewers actually technically gain a game on them as well, but they are still essentially two games back of a playoff spot. Brewers, again, will have Corbin Burns on the mound tomorrow. The upcoming schedule has three games against the Pirates, four games on the road in Arizona, then three games followed up by that in Colorado before returning home once again for the... Uh, one-off doubleheader, if you will, with those Giants. Two games on a Thursday coming back from Colorado. And then they've got a homestand with the Cincinnati Reds. So an opportunity is here before the next Brewers off day to try to continue to generate momentum before the next two-gamer down at Bush Stadium, September 13th and 14th. It's been a fun day here at the ballpark. Brewers win by a final of 9-7. to For our producer in our studios, Evan Wittallison, and for Craig Kishan, who joined us for a little bit, I'm Dominic Catronio. Be back with you tomorrow for Brewers Extra Innings. Until then, keep on swinging.